Good morning. It's Saturday and I am not in the office. I will explain because this is the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. Outworking the competition while they still sleep in. Typically, I am in the office on Saturday, but not today. We had the Oklahoma City version of a nor'easter. We're all snowed in. I took the precaution of working from my home office, which, of course, has a setup to do podcasts. Not exactly as I have set up in my office, but I am working today from the house. And then eventually we'll go out in the driveway and shovel some show. But some shovel snow. But, of course... I wanted to talk to you here in the podcast today about the fact that I am adjusting to my circumstances and you probably need to do the same almost every day when you're running a business being an entrepreneur. Now, since January 1st, we've been discussing the idea that challenges create opportunities for success. And this is a great example of how these challenges allow you to make adjustments or changes necessary in order to move forward successful, capitalizes on opportunities, and ultimately create success. So I'm going to talk to you today in detail about how making adjustments, not only in the action, but the attitude and process behind it is where success really comes from. It's something that you have the opportunity to outperform, outwork the competition, outwork the market, do better than others, put yourself in a better position to win and be successful if you are good at making adjustments. If you manage change well, the opportunities that come from it can ultimately be successful. Now, running any business, you're going to make adjustments on a regular basis. It's not a failing on your part. It's simply how things work. There's no such thing as putting a business on cruise control and letting it be successful on its own. The actual process of making changes necessary, they're different on a regular basis, sometimes big, sometimes small, etc. But that process in and of itself is how you create success. So you have to actively adjust as needed on a regular basis, sometimes big, sometimes small, sometimes major aspects, sometimes minor, different things different aspects of your business, whether it's in logistics, in sales, in marketing, and customer service, in delivery, in accounting, whatever it is, all of these activities have the potential to be improved, which is an adjustment, or need to change because you're not meeting the responsibilities required. You're not meeting the expectations you've been setting. This is how you best manage business. That's how you capitalize on the opportunity. That's how you create change that ultimately can be successful. So businesses change every day. Sometimes this change you're in control of. If you learn a better way to do something, a better process, improvements, or just simply doing something uh, with less cost, making more effective, more efficient, paying attention to feedback of your audience, etc., These are changes or adjustments that are in your control, but there are often adjustments that are out of your control. Something changes in the market itself, whether it comes from your competition, if there's a new piece of technology, there can be legal changes, it can be political, it can be things right now like supply chain issues, inflation, COVID restrictions, All of these things are outside of your control, but can force you to make adjustments or changes. You're going to make an adjustment, make the best adjustment possible. Leaders handle change the best 
the leader that handles change the best wins. The leader that handles change the best is the most successful. The most successful businesses are full of people who handle change the best, make the adjustments necessary, and actually incorporate this into their process. So how do you utilize change? Where it's making adjustments, adopting, adapting, but short of pivoting. Pivoting is a different conversation. It's too big of a conversation for what we're talking about today. But adjustments, adapting, adopting, adding to what you're doing, just doing things differently, not a pivot, which is a complete redirection of the business itself. But here are some tips to adjust, adapt, adopt, make the changes necessary, and utilize those changes to be successful. Tip number one, don't go too fast or too slow. And I know those are opposites. So the real key here is balance. You don't want to make a change simply because one person had a complaint or one person had a, a idea of how something could be done better. You need to wait for changes or enough or changes. I'm sorry. You need to wait for finding more information out. You need to find trends in the information that you receive. You need to make sure that you have a comprehensive idea of what you're talking about in order to make the proper change. It's not about making changes. And if you go too fast or making changes simply to make changes for the sake of change, essentially, you can go too fast and you end up at the least not making things better at at the worst, making things worse, far worse than they were. So don't go too fast. And the flip side is you cannot go too slow. You cannot have the attitude of never changing or needing such an abundance of information before you make a change that essentially you never do make that change. Somewhere in the middle, and it's different for every business, different situation, and it can be different for your business in different aspects of your business. There are things that you can change rapidly such as marketing, execution, and customer service. There are things that need to be changed much slower, which is probably your logistics, your production, and some of the internal processes that you have more control over, but they're a bigger effect upon your business. So depending on what the situation is, don't move too fast and don't move too slow. Have the attitude of trying to find a perfect situation where you're moving fast enough with the information you have on hand as long as you have enough information on hand, not because one or two people complained or sales dipped slightly or one single day was a bad day, but in a trend, a downward direction, a abundance of complaints, an abundance of feedback that will tell you the change is necessary can should make it very easy to then quickly make that change. Don't drag your feet once you see the trends, once you see the data shows the change is necessary. This is how you go how you avoid going too slow. So wait for enough information, analyze that as quick as possible, put as much value behind what you can collect, how good of information it is, if there is a trend involved, if there is enough information to make that change, then quickly make that change, commit to it and move forward. You can make it another change in the future if necessary. Don't go too fast, but don't go too slow. Tip number two, don't make too big of a change or too small of a change. And again, the key is in the balance. Now, too big of a change is a pivot. What we were saying earlier, making a massive change in your business 
traditionally, pivots are something that are very rare that you go into very slowly with an overwhelming abundance of information about the necessary need for that pivot. Now, in the last two years, because of COVID-19 and the way things moved so rapidly, many businesses were forced to pivot almost overnight. And the idea of a quick pivot has become more popular now, although I definitely recommend against it. Pivoting should be something that is permanent, a permanent change in the business because the current business model, not actions within, not logistics, not systems, not organization, but the actual business model will not work. That is when you pivot. That's a big change. That's why we use the word pivot. It is bigger than adjusting, adopting, even changing. It is a pivot. It is something that stands upon its own term and technology. That is a big thing. Do not think that big. Think smaller than that, but not too small. How small is too small? When it feels like micromanaging, when it feels like you're touching every single aspect of everything all the way down to the most minute point, and those changes don't necessarily benefit anyone. They don't lower the cost. They don't increase the speed. They don't increase customer satisfaction. They don't increase the quality of the end result. That is a change that's too small for you to worry about on a regular basis. And in fact, it's more likely that the people executing at that level, on your sales level, on your marketing team, in production, in distribution, in logistics, in HR, in accounting, etc., smallest changes happen from them. They happen closest to the person who does the job on the regular basis will make the smallest changes because it becomes part of their process. As a leader, as an owner, as a part of the C-suite, as the entrepreneur, you can't concern yourself with the smallest of details. That's what you have a team for. That's what the people on your team are for. Allow them to do their job as effectively, efficiently as possible as they can. As the leader, it's your job to make sure that their small changes lead to the proper medium and large changes necessary. And here's the key. Listen to this. All of these changes have to go to better the consumer. Now, you can change for yourself or you can change for them, but you can't make selfish changes that cut out the consumer. You can make changes that are beneficial to both of you. I'll explain that as our next tip. You can make changes that are better for you. This is improving your internal process. This is lowering your cost, increasing your speed, increasing the quality, as long as it does not detract from the consumer expectation. You have to make your customer client happy with those changes, or you shouldn't do it, even if it's beneficial to you internally. Always keeping your customer, your consumer first and focus as to why you would make the change will allow you to make the proper changes. Now, you can make a change that, again, lowers costs, speeds up the process, improves the overall outcome. That then the consumer, the customer will appreciate, and that is the win-win. That's how you make a change for both of you. But often, changes come from the market itself, from the consumers, from competition, from outside forces. So, Being open to the changes necessary because the consumer expectation has changed, because your competition is forcing you to do something different, because your market itself has changed, those outside forces we discussed earlier, technology, legal, politics, uh, supply chain, all of those things, 
you need to pay attention to those things and make those changes necessary, again, to meet the consumer expectation. You also, at the same time, should be looking for internal changes or internal improvements, things you can do better, lower cost, increase efficiency, increase effectiveness. At the same time, whether the consumer ever understands it or if they do, they value, they value it greatly. You should be making changes essentially from both aspects of changes for you, as long as the consumer approves, and changes forced by the outside forces, again, as long as it increases, improves, or does a better job meeting the consumer expectation. If you make a change, make adjustments, do things simply because it's better for you without any improvement for or at least meeting the current expectation of the consumer, you're being selfish in that decision-making and that will alienate your consumer. You will, they will then change their expectation that you will not be able to meet and you will lose that consumer. So make these changes necessary and, and based on who you're doing them for and why. Now, it's necessary to embrace the idea to make a part of your process the need for continual change updates and adjustments. Making an adjustment is not a negative outcome. It is not a failure and it is not an admission of defeat. It's actually the exact opposite is the realization that the opportunity comes from making that adjustment, that the change has the potential for opportunities. Those opportunities, if they're managed well, become success points. So instead of looking at the need to change as failures or negative outcomes, look at the potential for a positive outcome for the things that can be done better by making that adjustment, having that idea in your head, embracing that idea, make it a part of your process. And again, do not put negativity on the need to make changes. Often people, when they see a change as necessary, get very stressed out. They get very negative about the need to change. Often it's because the perception is maybe it makes their job harder, makes it a more difficult situation in order to continue to meet the expectations of the business itself, etc. But if if you change your attitude and mindset and actually embrace the idea that change is the opportunity to manage the process for the better, then you have a better chance of utilizing that change for your success. So the best leaders are the ones who handle change the best, who successfully manage that process. So make yourself that leader by embracing the idea of success, not looking at it as a negative or a failure, but looking at it as an opportunity to be successful. When making your change, work from the center out. Work from where you are today, how where things are being successful now, in the smallest increments out. Don't make random or radical changes. Again, you can't base them on small information sets. You can't use small bits of data. It has to be a trend. It has to be a consumer demand that really pushes you to make a change at all. 
no matter what that need to make a change is, it shouldn't be random or radical, and it shouldn't be so far away from your current center, your true north, all of the things that are guiding your business decisions now. If a change is necessary that is so far away from that, you're potentially talking about a pivot, and it's another bigger issue that you need to fix as opposed to something that can be utilized for for cha- making changes that are advantageous to you. So change from the center out. Whatever you're doing now, making a small change in some part of the process that will better reach the expectation that forced the change to begin with is the key, not random or radical. Think short-term, but plan long-term. Sometimes we make a change as understanding we will make the adjustment and then make the adjustment back makes an adjustment now because of a limit on supplies, because of change in price, because of the time of the year, because of the weather, because of some other temporary situation, and then go back to what we would call our permanent or regular process at some point. But some changes are implemented in order to be permanent or always done as a long-term fix for the short-term problem. So think in short terms, but plan in long terms. If it's something that is a long-term permanent idea, you need to slow down and take your time and do that a little bit on the slower side of things. Short-term things are things that can easily be unadjusted or sent back to where they began because of a temporary situation you can do quickly. So quick, short-term changes slower long-term planning in order to make more permanent adjustments. Either way, plan and approach accordingly. The bigger the change, the more permanent it is, the more information, the more background, the more solid you need to be in your process in order to make sure you don't make a mistake that you can't fix or be costly to fix. If it's short-term, if it's small, if it's something that can easily be adjusted back or is a is temporary or an experimentation with little to no cost, you can make those changes quickly. Make sure you're tracking the progress to make sure that that change is actually beneficial. And then if not, you can make the change back. So short-term, quick, but something that can be reversed or at least Back to where you began, longer things should be planned accordingly on larger data sets and a idea that it's done for a permanent basis because going back and forth potentially costs time, money, effort, and other things you have to budget for. And ultimately, embrace adjustment. We opened up the conversation by talking about that every business makes very regular adjustments on the regular basis, daily, I would say. Brace that idea, embrace embrace adjusting, embrace change, and empower the people in your organization all the way down to the most tactile level to make the changes necessary to improve their job, to improve the outcome as long as the consumer or audience is in mind. See change as the opportunity to grow. From January 1st, we'll be talking about this big concept Here's how adjustment fits into it. Change is your response, in this case, the adjustments you will make, to challenges. Change is your response to challenges. Opportunity comes from the management, which is how you adjust to change. Opportunities come from the management of change. Success comes from the capitalization, in this case, making the proper adjustments, 
capitalizing on opportunity. Success from, comes from capitalizing opportunity. Success from, from making the proper adjustments at the right time, at the right speed, as necessary based on the right outcomes for your consumer, for your audience. Continual success equals business growth. Continual success equals business growth. So if you change, creates opportunities. Those opportunities can become success. The success continually equals growth. So change or making adjustments is the potential for growth. And that's the point. That's where we start and where we end this conversation is change is the opportunity for growth if you embrace the small adjustments necessary. This is why a continual attitude of adjustment, improvement, and making things better internally and externally with your consumer in mind is so important. Again, every Saturday we are making the Saturday One Hustle podcast, whether we're in the home office, the real office, or somewhere snuck, stuck in the snow. Listen to the podcast on Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, full videos on YouTube, anywhere you find great podcasts. Stream and subscribe. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Share with a friend. Would really appreciate that if you would. Get your Saturday morning hustle, Entrepreneur AF, and Coffee and Donut swag. Follow on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the new Saturday morning hustle Facebook page. Make sure you're a fan of that page as well. Don't miss the the latest episode of Professional Balance Series. My current issue is all about how to balance now and later. You'll understand once you see that that episode. All the information on the past episodes of the Saturday Morning Hustle are on SaturdayMorningHustle.com. It's Saturday. I'm not in the office. I'm in the home office. I am working. I'm making podcasts. And eventually, I'm going to go snovel, shovel some snow. This is the Saturday Morning Hustle. See you next week. Saturday